trust in the Lord with all your hearts and do not lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. And I just into that, like, like pray, like mm-hmm. allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you into that. Mm-hmm. And even, uh, even after you share the gospel, like pray for that person. Yeah. Like God may touch his heart. Did anything happen in that moment or was like with him last night when he shared the gospel or was it just like, oh, cool. Thanks, man. Like he was, he, he looked at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org students, and we hope that this episode is helpful to you. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Watermark Students Podcast. My name is Kaylee Pinkerton, and today we have Jermaine Harrison yo, in the yo. podcast studio. Glad you're here, Jermaine. And as always, Will McElroy. What's up? It's a pleasure. Thanks Mom. for being here, Will. And today, our student guest is Chung Lian. What up, what up? Hey, Chung. <laughs> yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you go to school? What grade are you in? All uh, that. Uh, my name is Chung, and I go to Lake Highlands High School, and I'm a junior there. Awesome. We're Let's so go. glad you're here, Chung. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. Boys, men, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for being here. Come on. Boys, two men. Boys, two men, as some would say. Um, As always, we're going to start with a little icebreaker question. If you've been listening this season, you know what to expect. Jermaine, it is our role being your co-workers and teammates in this ministry to make sure that you can hang still, you know, that you can keep up with Gen Z. And so we are continuing on with help keep our youth pastor relevant. And so... We got three more words or phrases that, you know, the youths are saying. I can't wait. Let's go. And who wants to go first? I, I can go first. Yeah, Take it away, Will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jermaine, the word that I have is crop. Crop. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, okay. It, it doesn't mean it's not like a crop top because that's, no. that's, that would be too easy. Crop. And it's not like corn. Or wheat. No, it's you definitely know? not that obviously. <laughs> Crop. Um probably like your your like your supply or like your like resources. Like like I guess in my mind I think it's like if I have a lot of shoes or if I have a lot of <laughs> I don't know shirts from Nike. I would yeah, say yeah. I would say I have a crop of shoes or I have a crop <laughs> of uh, shirts. Is that right? That's not right. Oh. <laughs> that's the tough. confidence uh, was there though. That's like, tough. Here's the thing. I think the original meaning was let's say someone posted on Instagram or TikTok or a video. People would comment "crop," and what they're meaning is re-upload this so that. And, and crop it so that we can record it. Oh, and I we see. don't have like the, the oh. watermarks or the likes in the picture. But here's the thing. Gotcha. If you have TikTok, I would say half the comments on TikTok have been people just spamming <laughs> crop, like crop, crop, crop. And that's it. Like, And so it's kind of lost its value and its meaning. Now it's just really annoying. Mm. So that's crop. Mm. That's you learn funny. something new every yeah. day. Just yeah. learn that one. You did learn. That's, that's a, good. That's a good one right there. <laughs> Chung, what do you have for Jermaine? Like, that's valid, bro. That's valid. Yeah. Um, that's facts. Like it's like <laughs> like it's legitimate, right? Not quite. It's like like <laughs> like you're cool t- in the type of way, and like like you're valid, bro. Like that's valid, bro. Like, I'm cool. Like, yeah, like you're kind of right, but like it's like <clears throat> I'd you're give valid, it to you. bro. Like yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would yeah. give that one. I'll give it thank to you. you. Thank you. Give, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're one for yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. One for two. You're one for two. All right. Mine is um, that's so camp. So the word is camp. That's so camp. Um, immediately what I think of is like Patagonia shorts, Chacos. Um, that's so camp is like, 
maybe something you would do at camp or a personal a persona that you would have at camp like maybe you know way over the top like excited or I don't know. I think that's what I'm going for. You're close. I'm close. Camp is was, it's over the top. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. He was on it. You yeah. <laughs> you found your way to it, Jermaine. I think he was that's good. two for three. Yeah, two for three. Let's two go. For three. Got good it. job. Let's go. wow. Um well now it's time for always the, the hard transition from the here <laughs> youth pastor relevant to our topic today. And it's be great. Um, yeah, it's gonna be great. And yeah. what we're talking about today and what Chung wanted to talk about and what he's on is just a, how to share the gospel. And I'll preface by saying this is we recognize that sharing the gospel is hard and can be awkward at times. But if you grew up in the church or if you're a believer, then you know the the importance and the power of the gospel and how it changed your life, which just gives us as Christians an urgency to uh, want to share it to others that are unbelievers. And so, Chung, we're going to talk today about just how to share the gospel. Yeah. And I wanted to start out by asking you the question before we even get any further. It's just, what is the gospel? And I know a lot of people listening, they've heard it over and over again. It's come normal. But I think just in an effort to preach it to ourselves every day, it's just so important to to listen here and just ask ourselves, what is the gospel? So, Chung, what is it? Yeah, the gospel is the good news. And because of Adam and Eve, sin into the world. And uh, because of that, we are separate away from God. And God loves us so much that he sent his only son uh, into earth, uh, fully God, fully man, to die for our sins on the cross. And on the third day, he rose again and beat death. And because of that, it created a pathway for us to be in heaven. And yeah, this, yeah let's go. Sins on the yeah. cross. Yeah. Let's go. Is it, so man. That is incredible news. Like, and like you were saying just now, Will, it's so easy for that to be like, oh, yeah, 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 I've heard it before. But like literally every human being was separated from God because of yeah. our sin and God himself decided to come and be the the stand-in to take our place to take the punishment we deserve and to give us the life that we didn't mm -hmm. the gospel yeah. is good news and it's our only hope let's go yeah come on i love that and Tung, my my next question is for you is when did you first receive the gospel but i i, I know a little bit of your story and i want to start back like from the beginning and so tell us where you were born and raised and then the events that happened in your life to, to lead you to hearing the gospel and receiving the gospel. Yeah, uh, I was born in uh, a, a country called Burma and it's located in Asia. And as a kid, I always went to church, but like I never like really like listened because I was like, mm -hmm. like I just wanted to have fun. And at Burma, it was the military there was like kind of like harsh to us. So we had to migrate to Malaysia and Malaysia, we lived there for three years. And then my parents fought for. How old were you two at the time? like around like eight or seven, I think, okay. mm -hmm. in yeah. Malaysia. And then my parents fought for like a way to get in the like United States. And then after three years, they raised enough money to go to the United States by the UN uh, refugees and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we arrived in Florida and then we have some f families here in Texas, moved here. And then there's a local church, our traditional church uh, that I go to every day. We went to center schools and stuff. Mm -hmm. They preached the gospel, but like I never like really like. Yeah. Like got into it, dived yep. into it. I just you're probably what, fun. like eleven or twelve at this point. I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. And I just want to have fun, I guess. Yeah. And then really, like in 2020, during the COVID year, uh, I got invited to a camp called Kennecook and K7, and I went there and just to to have fun until this one night, uh, Keith Chancey did a demonstration why God died for our sins, the love of Jesus Christ, and it just mm. hit me. I never really like actually listened to it and. 
it just hit me so hard that I decided to give my life to yeah. Jesus Christ and receive the gospel that day. Yeah, yeah. let's go, wow. man. How Praise amazing. God. How long ago was that? Was that this past summer? Yeah, you said COVID summer 2020. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so Chung, tell me then, it's been two years almost. Yeah. How's your life been changed just by the gospel since that moment? My life has been changed so much. <laughs> I wish y'all could see the smile yeah. on his face. That's amazing. <laughs> it's been changed so much in a way, like all these like things I struggle with, like mm -hmm. all the sins I struggle with. Like I'm free from everything. Yeah. But, but like God is so faithful. He's so good. And like he's been there since with me since day since today. And to like right now, like I still think about him. And then like the way I live out my like my life, the actions I do, the the stuff I say. And to the way like I hang out with people is just, it's different now because of Christ and he truly transformed my life. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Come on, man. We it's, love it. It's different. And that was, that was when you're sharing that you uh, were born in Burma, moved to Malaysia, uh, moved to Florida and then ultimately to Texas. Yeah. I love thinking about that, that like all along the way, like Psalm 100, surely goodness and mercy. Mm -hmm. Follow me all the days of my life. And I, I just imagine Chung and your family, like the Lord, like literally yeah. following after you to bring you to himself and that in his kindness, he, you know, protected your life and your family's life and yeah. provided, you know, ways for you to, um, you know, move, be safe have a life, all of those things, but most importantly, to draw you to himself. Yeah. And like in the midst of that, like it's just a reality, like people listening right now, um, the enemy doesn't want you to hear the gospel. He doesn't want you to receive it. Like you've probably heard it a hundred times. If you're involved in a youth group or if you've been around church or if you have, um, you know, family members that are Christians, you've probably heard it to put it in air quotes, but you really haven't um, understood it. And it's because our enemy, the devil, he doesn't want you to um, surrender your life to Christ. He doesn't want you to, everything that Chung just talked about, how his whole life is different. He wants you to live for you and he wants you to live for him, um, which only leads to death and destruction. Yeah. And so he doesn't want you to hear it. And it's a, a miracle of the spirit that any of us even hear and understand the gospel in the first place. So I love yeah. that yeah. the yeah. Lord was chasing <laughs> after you all, literally all over the world. Yeah, I know. Crazy. It's yeah. yeah. Who invited you to Canada? Uh, Biak. Biak. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to him. <laughs> yeah. Come on. It's crazy. Yeah. Just what you were talking about, Jermaine, how every event in your life led up to that moment of just bringing you to Lake Highlands and meeting Biak to be invited to Canada. And so... I love it. Okay, so you had the biggest smile on your face, Chung, when talking about the gospel. I I hope everyone could hear it in his voice because he lit up when talking about uh, when he first heard the gospel. And so despite having that enthusiasm and that excitement, why are we so nervous to share it? If we recognize the importance and that it's changed our life, yeah. why do we all feel so nervous when you know we feel called to go share it with someone? Yeah, I think we're so nervous to share the gospel to the other people, probably in high school a lot. I think it's just because, like, we care about what other thinks about us uh, in, in that situation. And sometimes, like, we are scared to go up to that person because, like, oh, my, like, that person is going to think, like, bad about me. He's going to think, oh, or she's going to think I'm weird. And probably, like, we think about what other thinks about us so much that, like, it stops us from sharing the gospel. And a verse like that I have is Isaiah 41, 13, for I, the Lord, your God, hold your right hand. It is who I say to you, fear not, I am the one who helps you. And that verse just like, it's so good to so that in, in that situation you're in, like God is with you 
and he's just always with you and he's right by your side. He's near you. And I think that's why people are so scared because they don't know that God is by them, but God mm-hmm. is with them. And really like he is with them. You just have to trust in him. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. I, I love that. And yeah. I think what you identified there, Chung, is we get nervous to share the gospel when we make sharing the gospel about us. Because yeah. when it's about yeah. us, suddenly I care whether or not you accept or reject what I have to say. Yeah. But the gospel is not about us. Yeah. Other than the fact that we're the ones dead in our trespasses and we desperately need a savior. And I think we get so nervous because we do. We want to be liked. We want to be accepted and all of that. And it makes me think in Second Timothy in the Bible, we're so nervous and so was Timothy. So has everyone who has been given the gospel and called to share it. And I love Second Timothy 1. Paul addresses this with Timothy. He's saying, fan into flame the gift of God. So pass on the gospel message. And in Second Timothy 1, 7, he says, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord. And he just, I, I find comfort in that because Paul's like, don't be fearful. Don't be ashamed go pass on this message. And that is relevant then. And it's relevant today, even as we talk about why don't we share the gospels? Cause we get scared and we get afraid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I think about that, you know, when you're really excited about something, like you've been to like a really good restaurant or you had, you know, the best burger in Dallas or, um, you know, you tried a new, I don't know, a new hair product or whatever it is. And like, you're in a conversation where that's coming up. I can guarantee you, you're so passionately, you know, like sharing about that food or that item or whatever else it might be, because it's changed your life. And for some reason, and I think it's a challenge to all of us, is that we we don't pay attention often to the ways that the gospel has changed our lives. And so we're just not as passionate to share it or to talk about it. And we let something like it being awkward or feeling awkward keep us from sharing literally the most important news um, in the world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. come on. So, Chung, what does it, we talked about how we get nervous to share it, the importance of the gospel. What what does it actually look like for you to share the gospel? Do you have a story of the last time you shared the gospel or what that has looked like? Yeah, last time I sh- like actually shared the gospel was uh, yesterday, <laughs> uh, last night. Uh, we went to a place called Shady's. And there, there, there's a waiter and then with my friends, my friends were like, Hey, you should share the gospel to that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, like we just had Bible study and just, I'm gonna just go share it because it's the love of Jesus Christ. And I was so like, my, it was a lot of fire in me. So I just, yeah. I went to the, what's it called? The counter and uh-huh. I was just like, Hey, can I share the gospel with you? Like, and he was like, yeah. And so I just explained why Christ died for our sins and why, uh, because of that, we get to be uh, in heaven with him for eternal life. And he was just understanding and then into that uh i think it's important to not lean on our own understanding for proverbs three fifteen says trust in the lord with all your hearts and do not lean on your own understanding mm-hmm. and i just into that like like pray like mm-hmm. allow the holy spirit to speak through you into that mm-hmm. and even uh, even after you share the gospel like pray for that person yeah like god may touch his heart did anything happen in that moment or was like with him last night when he shared the gospel or was it just like oh cool thanks man like he was he, he looked at me he was, yeah. <laughs> for, for a moment. He was like a little bit shaken, I guess. Yeah. Like, but yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. The reason I asked that too is I think part of the reason times that I've shared the gospel, I've been really disappointed. You know, it's just like, they're just like, all right, thanks. And it just leads yeah. to no conversation. But I think this is just a good opportunity to say that obedience should not be measured by the outcome. Yeah. And so you were obedient in that moment. Like God wanted you to go share the gospel with that person. And you're right. 
maybe a year from now he receives the gospel and he looks back to that moment. But it sounds like in that moment, just life just continued on for him. But yeah. that doesn't matter. Like you were still obedient. And that's that's what matters in that moment. Yeah. Our job is sharing. God's job is saving. Like and when we take it upon ourselves to be the ones that do the saving, that's when, you know, it's easy for us to be disappointed. Like, oh, nothing happened. But who knows how the Lord is using that like tiny moment. Maybe today someone else shares the gospel with him. And over the course of time, God's spirit continues to open this that that way to his eyes to to the the hope that he has in Christ. So would it be faithful? Yeah. I love it. I love that you just walked up and you're like, hey, can I share the gospel with you? And I think many conversations I've had with myself, my friends and girls in our ministry, that is so scary. That transition sentence, you know, how do you start the conversation? What do <laughs> yeah. I say? And it's encouraging. You're like, I don't know. I'm just going to tell them the truth. Can I tell you the gospel? <laughs> yeah. And if you're listening, you're like, where do I start? What kinds of questions can I ask? How do I initiate a gospel conversation? It's okay to practice with your friends. It's okay yeah. to, mm-hmm. you know, create a list of the the top two questions you might ask to transition to gospel. One around here we often say is, do you have a faith? Um, and you could even ask, do you go to church? Or like, hey, is there anything I could be praying for you? All of those as a means to transition to gospel conversation. Or just do what Chung did and say, hey, can I share the gospel with you? And <laughs> lead straight yeah. to it. Yeah. That's yeah. great. There's no need to overcomplicate it. Yeah. That's, that's so good. Yeah. Uh, Chung. I don't carry a Bible with me everywhere I go necessarily. Like if I'm going out to eat, I don't have, I don't just carry a Bible in my hand. And so I do try to carry it in I, my head. I do, Will. Or I carry a Bible. On, on your Kaylee. phone. Yeah. <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> oh I guess phone. we all have kidding. it on your phone. But <laughs> just the reason, <laughs> the reason I'm asking is because I do think it's important for us, you know, as Christians to have some verses just ready to, to share in the gospel. And so whenever you're sharing the gospel, Chung, is, are there any verses you, you tend to turn to? Yeah, a verse I have is uh, Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this while we're still sinners, Christ died for us. I think in sharing the gospel, like that's a, like a verse I turn to a lot. And what, it shows why like why we're still sinners, Christ died for us. And into that, like people know like why did, like we're sinners and Christ died for us. And another verse I have is Romans 6, 23, like why sin is like the death of us. And for, for the way of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And into that, like, we, you could transition to, like, uh, why sin is death and why because of that God uh, sent his only son to die for our sin and to give us eternal life in heaven. Mm-hmm. And in like, those two verses, like, I lean on to a lot in sharing the gospel. I think it just kind of goes together in a way. And, yeah. 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 And I love that. Um, you're not in the room if you're listening, but Chung was looking at us in the face and quoting Romans 6, 23, mm-hmm. um, because the word is written on his heart. And, you know, if you're, if you run into Will, who doesn't carry a Bible with him where he goes <laughs> um, and you're, you know, like trying to share the gospel with him and you don't have a Bible with you. Um, if you have Romans six twenty three written on your heart and memorized, that is such a powerful mm-hmm. resource to yeah. have. So, yeah. And if you are someone who appreciates structure, and kind of a roadmap, something we use around here. And you referenced in just sharing that is called the Romans road. And it's a few verses out of the book of Romans in the Bible that just articulate from beginning to end what the gospel message is. And you mentioned Romans 5, 8 and Romans 6, 23, which are part of kind of this Romans road illustration. So if you're listening and you want to take notes on this, simply write down this Romans 3, 23, 6, 23, Romans 5, 8, Romans 8, 1 
in Romans 10, 9 through 10. And just to kind of summarize the messages, Romans 3, 23, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. 6, 23, like Chung said, the wages of our sin, the wages of falling short is death, what we deserve, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Because Romans 5, 8, God loves us so much. And while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And now therefore in Romans 8, 1, there is no condemnation. There's no judgment for those who are in Christ Jesus. And if you want to receive that, Romans 10, 9 through 10 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that Jesus did raise from the dead, you will be saved. Yeah. And mm. so if that's overwhelming, if you're like, what? Just try to memorize mm-hmm. the references. Yeah. And, and I'll carry the Bible with you so you can look them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or your phone. Everyone has them on their phone. And I'll say this too, Kaylee, uh, you've practiced that before, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And so going back to what you said, Kaylee, about I think it's just important to, to practice with your friends and to write those verses down over and over until you memorize it. And it, you know, it feels like work and that's okay. Like, I think God does want us to work at it and practice this and because it's, it's powerful. Um, but Chung, this has been so great. I, I can just yeah. feel just, you know, that, that you, you know, the gospel, I see it in your eyes and your smile and your heart. And I'm so encouraged, uh, just by the way that your life has been changed by the gospel. And so I want to give you a chance, just one final thing. If there's any final encouragement, any final advice you'd give to a listener right now, what would it be? Yeah. Like, if you're in like in high school or outside of school, just that know that God is near near you and He's by you. And there will be some friends like ask friends for help into that thing, share the gospel, and do not be afraid because like God is with us. Like the verse I read it was fear not. I just think when we go into the real world after our devotion or reading our Bible, I think we should just uh, do not lean on your own understanding and allow God, the Holy Spirit, to. Uh, speak through you in front of people. And even after that, like pray for that person. I think prayer is a powerful tool we could use in sharing the gospel and just go be a light to others in this world, in this dark world we're living in. Yeah. Come on, man. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. That's man, so I mean, the only thing I would add to that is just like, I love the idea of, of imagine that there were, there's, you know, 10 chungs in every, you know, high school or junior high school all around the United States and all around the world, really, who are bold to um, take the risk of, you know, feeling embarrassed or feeling awkward for the reward of sharing the only hope that we have, which is which is the gospel and the good news. And you listening, you could be that person right now. I'm, I'm sure you can think of people that, you know, people that you interact with, especially in, in school, like you have boundless opportunities every single day you know the older you get the more you have to search for those opportunities i think like you know when you have a job or when you have a family lord willing or whatever else it might be you you really have to go out of your way to share the gospel whereas like in high school right now like opportunities to share the gospel are coming to you Mm-hmm. you know, several times a day um, with your life and with your words and with the, with God's word. And so be faithful, um, push through the awkward and know that God is patient and kind, even in those moments where you, um, you know, let the, the fear of man or the awkwardness keep you from sharing because we'll give you another opportunity. Yeah. Totally. I think my final encouragement would just be to start simply and simply start when it mm-hmm. comes to sharing the gospel. If you had zero gospel conversations last week, pray, Lord, help me have one. Help me simply start and ask the right questions and be bold enough to take advantage of that moment when it comes. Yeah. Come on. 
This was great, Chung. It's the gospel. Yeah, I loved it. So thank you, Chung, for coming on. It yeah, was a, thank a, you. Just a privilege to have you and just for you to share this. Yeah. The gospel is winning, but there's still work to be done, right? That's yeah. valid. That's right. That's that valid. That is valid. <laughs> That's valid. You should, you should crop that, some would say. I'll crop it. I'll crop <laughs> mm-hmm. it so y'all can post it. <laughs> it was a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We love just having Chung on. And if there's anything you want us to talk about, please DM us at Shoreline Dallas with your questions, and we would love to talk about it. But we'll see y'all next time. Absolutely. Wow. Come on. Peace.